Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. We move away though because end times you also got to welcome the, the, the brand new teams into the DSTV Premiership and find out exactly what is on the go. And the first two defeats though in the opening two league fixtures, I mean certainly not the kind of results that the newcomers would have wanted. Uh, fairly young side with uh, quite a number of experienced campaigners uh, that have been fixed in there. Uh, where do they need to fix it in fact? Any further signings that we should be expecting from uh, Cape Town Spurs? What does this mean for the team as a whole? Let's find out from the head coach himself, Sean Bartlett, who I'm certain is aching to get on the pitch and bang in those much-needed goals himself. But you know what? That's why there's a time and place for everything. Uh, Sean, I was told to take my time because you were on a wonderful cup of tea with Rusks. I wish I was. I just got home from a 9-to-5 job. (laughs) The 9-to-5 job is going how, Mr. Bartlett? Mm, It's going okay. Uh, obviously not the best of starts to our DSTV Premiership, but uh, we're working on that and uh, hopefully turn it around this weekend against Polokwane City. And, and and what do you think, though? I mean, have you lay your hand or your finger on it in terms of what potentially mm. could be the problem? Yes, it might be early jitters, it's a yep. brand new season, mm. but w- w- what's your diagnosis? Yeah, I think you mentioned a couple of words there, and I think... Uh, the jitters and the anxiety and maybe fear of making mistakes uh, were the result of us not uh, winning those two games. Uh, the first game we lost by our own goal quite late. Um, two individual errors in the second game against Kukune, uh, Costas. And that's pretty much what we've indicated to the players. You know, Maybe last season, had we made mistakes, we got away with it. But at a higher level, uh, better teams will punish you. So small margins, but it's, uh, it's work in progress. And just the emphasis, though, Sean, on, on home ground advantage and Sukukune yeah. letting that away uh, would have meant what? And what would you have conveyed back to the team? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the consolation is always the fact that uh, our fans are still supporting us, you know, throughout uh, uh, the troubles and uh, victories as well. So for us, is to ensure now going forward, um, we've got to make it a lot more difficult, um, especially at Athlone Stadium, like I've said before. Yeah. Um, I think a lack of energy um, in that particular game. You know, we, we've got players with a lot of speed, a lot of intensity, and we didn't apply that. Um, and in hindsight also, we had three players that played the first game, you know, whether it be due to suspension or not being registered in time. So I think those players now, with the 10 days break we've had, um, have come up uh, to the level of fitness that we require them to be. And after that game, I remember just saying to myself, you know what, Spurs have had almost 60% of the ball possession, uh, eight goal attempts, only one shot on target. You, as a former striker, would definitely not be happy with that. Does that mean from a personnel perspective, you Mm. might be missing in that department and might be wanting to capitalize on the transfer window? Yeah, I think generally when people see the two results, everybody would say, yeah, um, the team is maybe not good enough. We need to go into dip into the transfer market. But I, I believe the players we have uh, can step up. Um, I think it's a matter of time, uh, which most coaches don't have. But I do believe that um, the next couple of games we will turn it around. Um, I think we've got to show the trust and believe in the players the, that they still have the ability. You know, and it's not a time now to you know uh, get excited, nervous or you know anxious about anything. We've got to stay calm, and uh, that's got to obviously carry over to the players, uh, for especially for Saturday's game. And 
I mean, just the recruitment policy, I don't know what it's been like at the moment with uh, Cape Town Spurs. Is there a bigger pool of individuals, Sean, that you work with, a scouting team that's not only just focusing on the first team and focusing on the next match day? How does that work, just so that they can keep their eyes and ears peeled for you? You have to, you know, have to have a, a network of people. Um, like you said as well, we, we're quite fortunate to have people around the country, obviously, you can even see our development. We've scouted really well. And most of the players in the first team, I think we've got about 12 or 14 players that have come through the academy. Uh, that's currently part of the first team squad. So we've got to show a little bit of faith as well uh, in these players. Um, I think uh, many coaches have said, when you play younger players, there's going to be times where you're not going to get results. But they also need to gain those experiences. And the only way you can get it is through playing them. So... I think the club understands that, um, but we also know that the results are important. So that's why we, we're making sure that these guys understand the magnitude of the situation uh, in order to turn it around. I know you talked about some of the players that might be coming back uh, from injury. Uh, would Dumelo Radio Panda be one of those? Unfortunately, not at the moment. Um, you picked up the, you know quite a severe injury and had surgery subsequent to that to the first playoff game. So he's out for three to four months. Um, if we can get him back by November, December, it will be absolute miracle. But um, I think we're looking most likely more towards uh, January, to be honest. Sure. And how does that offset you, though, Sean? Because yeah. I mean, this is a this is yeah. a player that we were I looking know. at not just from a club perspective, but mm. you know, he had a bigger role to play on the national platform. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I was I was looking forward to utilizing his services and. I think he was, you know, a revelation for us and he enjoyed his football. He loved being in Cape Town and I was looking forward, obviously, to starting the season with him, uh, you know, due to unforeseen circumstances. It's not going to happen. So we just got to make the best of what we have. Uh, the players know also that uh, that all, the ones that are available, they've got to make the best of it and show their qualities and why they're part of the Cape Town Spurs uh, squad and, and franchise. So... We've just got to continue uh, working harder on the training field and apply ourselves better in the matches uh, coming in uh, the next couple of weeks. Talk about beefing up. You, you've done that as far as the goalkeeping department is concerned mm. uh, in recent time. Uh, not just one, but two of the signings that have come through. And I know that Neil yep. Boshoff is, is really no stranger uh, to the mm. local front. Uh, he comes through from Richards Bay. Uh, Sam Ramsbottom as well is going to be the one uh, that's going to be put to the test. Uh, just uh, describe those two and, and, and really the reasoning behind uh, their purchase. Oh, I think the same reason goes behind, you know, getting uh, Piwa back and, and Sani uh, and also uh, getting Lukabeni uh, on board because we want to create a competition in every position and I think the goalkeeping department is uh, is no different. So we just want to ensure, obviously, like uh, most coaches will tell you again, that if you're defensively sound enough, uh, then you can go and win games. So we've got to make sure we beef up in that department like we've done defensively. Um and hopefully the attackers will now come to the party as well um, as far as scoring goals are concerned. Like you've said, you know, we just uh, we didn't create enough in that uh, Skokuna game uh, or get enough shots on uh, on target and test their keeper. But um, as far as, uh, you know, the ball possession, we also need to ensure when it gets to the final third, we've got to take a little bit more risk and be creative uh, as far as uh, creating opportunities are concerned. Discipline factor, have you been happy with it? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, maybe there's a lapse of concentration uh, at times. Um, again, like I said, um, the fear of making mistakes uh, was a major factor. 
We've addressed that in the last uh, 10 days, uh, and hopefully they've overcome that by now. Uh, come Saturday, we'll uh, see a different Spurs team, um, hopefully similar to what we had last season, because that obviously got us the results and the success that we needed. But now it's about um, increasing that capacity and stepping a level up uh, in order to compete uh, in the DSTV Premiership. What's your honest thought about this voicemail? Good evening, yeah. Robert. I in Sundowns. The league is over. It's over. Sundowns. I tell in the way I shall pants. I. It's over. It's over. We've hardly started the league. He says it's over. Sundowns are walking with us. <laughs> I'm not too sure, to be honest. Um, uh, I think they had a slow start, even though they, you know, won a couple of games by the odd goal. Um, they haven't played the best football. Maybe. That's a blessing for them. But uh, as far as I think the other teams are concerned, they would say it's definitely not over. Um, you know, even ourselves, you know, uh, you know me, you know me uh, as far as uh, wanting to achieve. Everybody thinks we allegation uh, contenders. Um, but I think there's still a lot of games to be played. And, you know, there's a couple of teams in the league that's looking good. Uh, obviously, Pirates is one of them. Um, so it's not going to be that easy, I think, for Sundowns this time around. Your former team, Lamonville Golden Arrows, is currently getting a 4-0 hiding uh, from mm. Sundowns. Sundowns are enjoying almost 75% of the ball possession, uh, seven mm. shots that have had on target, 13 yep. goal attempts, etc. I mean, that's pure dominance. Well, like I said, obviously they started slow, but once they hit the straps, um, obviously teams will find it very difficult. Um, but also this is a Sundowns team that... In the next couple of months, we'll play a lot of games. You know, a lot of competitions they've got to participate in. So I'm not sure how the depth of the squad is this season compared to last year. I know they made a couple of signings. But, um, you know, the quality they have uh, on their books, they should be, uh, you know, winning every game. But not every team is going to make it uh, that easy for them. And, I mean, I'm going to take a quick break. I see one or two extra voice notes directed at you, um, Sean, and we'll take those, I think, just uh, after the break. Uh, don't want to hold okay. you on for too long. I know you've got uh, strat and stuff that you need to do <laughs> for tonight sure. uh, for, for the squad overall. But just the first two match days that you, you've experienced, uh, Bank, mm. what is the feedback that you're getting from the players just about uh, the intensity of the leagues above what mm. you guys were at or used to last season? Mm. Well, I think the, the one thing that the players mentioned is the fact, obviously, we, we cannot make too many mistakes because we will get punished. Um, uh, maybe also that uh, it's, it's become a lot more tactical than what uh, they expected. You know, uh, player teams now will analyze us and obviously individually and as a team. So we've got to be a little bit more unpredictable in our approach, uh, which we've worked on over the last 10 days. And I think those are the things that we've got to continuously work on, you know, because uh, in order to produce different results, we've got to come up with um, better performances. Um, Again, for me, I don't think we were outplayed in any of the two games that we lost, but we've got to make it count, uh, especially in the final third. Now, when you're looking at rivalries, and I know that everybody looks forward to derbies and there's Cape Town City, Mm -hmm. we know their history, we know the families that are involved, you know, where you are at Ikamva versus where I ex-Cape Town uh, were before. (laughs) I mean, is is this kind of building up nicely? And I know that it's got nothing to do with the off the field. I think fans are just looking forward to whatever happens on the field. Yeah, I think the fans are looking forward to that. They've been crying for another team in Cape Town to be in the Premiership, so... I think, uh, like you've indicated again, that particular derby you mentioned against Cape Town City, obviously, fears rivalry 
between the two families, but for us as coaches and players is to ensure that we win the game for, you know, Aggie White and the pride of Cape Town. I think that's what it comes down to. You know, we we have massive support in, in our region uh, as far as Atlan Stadium is concerned. And uh, I think 30 September could not come any sooner for most people as far as that game is concerned. But before that, uh, there's a lot of football to be played and we're focusing on that at the moment. All right, we'll come back from our final moment so with uh, coach Sean Bartlett. He coaches the Cape Town Spurs, uh, the head coach of the team. So we'll come back with them. A couple of voice notes that have been sent through. Uh, questions or comments, uh, 060-708-0484. 060-708-0484. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Please ask coach Sean Bartlett what are his plans for the future seeing that uh, most of his players are players which are over 35 which has promoted uh, Cape Town uh, Spurs to the DSTV Premier League is he building for for the future with uh, a new squad or is he planning to survive with the experienced players that that he he has uh, for now thank you very much Cape Town Spurs coach uh, Sean Bartlett, my guest here tonight on Marrow Sports Worldwide Live on 947 for my FM, Rise FM, and on Soweton Live. Coach Sean, you heard that question. Navy Naturina just saying that the over 35 brigade, I don't know if he's doing his calculations correctly, uh, agreed to disagree, but um, the future plans, though, with the squad you have. Yeah, like I've said, you know, there's three players over the age of 35. The rest of the squad is all under 27, so. Uh, I think the average age in my squad is a lot less than most uh, of the other teams in the league. So uh, there's not major concerns there as far as that is concerned. I'll just, we've just got to continue working on the things, like I said, in order to improve ourselves. Um, and once we find that, uh, you know, uh, the confidence back uh, in the department that we need, um, things will change. Nkwali on Twitter says, I should ask you, Sean, uh, just regarding... Uh, yeah, just this thing decides to refresh as I'm about to ask you the question, but um, I'll, I'll keep it open there just in case it pops up again. Uh, but mm. regarding VAR, what's your take? Is there a need in South Africa at this stage uh, for VAR to be introduced? <laughs> well, I think uh, yesterday was uh, you know evidence that VAR not even working in the UK at the moment because. Uh, even with the uh, you know computers, the human error is still very, very much possible. So I don't know how much uh, it will actually eliminate because end of the day, if you get a decision wrong, even with VAR, it still doesn't give the opponent or the teams the points that uh, they lost. So I'm I'm not really keen on that uh, to be honest. Um, also, the fact that uh, it takes a little bit of the emotion out of the game. You know, when you score a goal, you celebrate, and two seconds later. You've almost got to retract that emotion and uh, stay calm again. So um, it, it's, it's not something I'm very keen on, to be honest. Yeah, I think we're on the same side with that one. I think from day one of all his 
publicly shared that I'm not a big fan of VAR on, on mm. many fronts, including the one you've just mentioned now about just the human factor. I tend yeah. to side with what, uh, you know, Seb Blatter used to say. He says that uh, football is emotion. So mm. don't remove that. Let's not be robotic about it. And yeah. uh, we've seen it. And I think I, I also agree with the Spongeleni, whose uh, voice note we played early on. Because in my opinion, the only thing that really, really matters in football is goal line technology. And that is very quick, very simple, bounces on the wrist, and you move on with the game. Yeah, otherwise we're going to get to a point where every decision on the field is going to be referred to VAR or to, you know, some decision to be made by a third monitor. So I think, uh, like you've indicated, I think the goal line technology is probably the one that's more critical than anything. Nguali Omkulu says it is great to have this legendary club back in the big league. Kindly ask Coach Bartlett, uh, does he have a mandate uh, for the season? If so, what is? You know this famous South African question? What is the answer? <laughs> uh, no mandate, like I've indicated before. It's obviously we want to uh, stabilize the club, stay in the Premier League, uh, in the Premiership, and then uh, see how, how high we can end on the league table. And we we play for everything that's on offer, uh, every point, every trophy, uh, and that's going to be the same attitude going forward. Uh, sometimes it can be risky, but at the end of the day, uh, if you don't take high risk, you're not going to get high reward. So we've got to keep pushing and ensure we look to the future. Yeah, Bongani also just says, uh, please ask uh, Coach Sean, what are the lessons learned though from the Matsipa Championship uh, that might mm-hmm. motivate and help them to ensure that they avoid relegation uh, come end of the season? Yeah, there's one thing that obviously, even though we got promoted last season, there was a couple of a couple of weeks where obviously things didn't go our way. You know, it, uh, we had even back-to-back losses in the Motsepe Foundation Championship as well. So it's not that I'm saying it's something that's uh, not unfamiliar to us, but at the end of the day, we also need to have the mental strength and character to bounce back from these setbacks. Um, I told the players, nobody said it was going to be easy playing in the Premiership. We wanted to be here. Now we've got to toughen up and uh, move on to the next one. That's the beauty of football. You always get another opportunity. Another opportunity comes from a team that was also in the lower ranks. We touched on it very briefly mm-hmm. earlier, but just to get an opportunity to have watched Pulukwane City uh, playing in the mm-hmm. top flight, two games that they've also played, and you get yeah. to play them over the weekend, Sean. Just a quick assessment uh, based on where they've been, where they are mm-hmm. now, and how they're performing. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a team that you can't underestimate. Um, even though we both played in the same league last season, they've also beefed up their squad, um, had some mixed results. Uh, even the game they lost here in Cape Town, against Cape Town City, they were quite adventurous going forward. Uh, a lot of speed attacking, created a lot of opportunities. Uh, like ourselves, maybe didn't convert, um, but in the day, they turned it around with a, a fortunate result against Stellenbosch at home. So we've got to go there with the mentality of putting pressure on them, like we've done in the past, and, and see how we can you know, create more, more opportunities and get a, a goal or two in order to get the, the result we want. At, at times it works, obviously at times it doesn't. So maybe even involvement and how you push yourself hard, Sean, in cup games. Does that become your first season about cups? Does it become about the league and your survival, as you say, push as high as you can? Uh, but what about just involvement in cup games? Because that also brings a completely different dimension. Yeah, I think, you know, cup is, is always, you know, uh, added uh, bonus for the players more than anything else. But I think... When it comes to your bread and butter, it's got to be the league. You want to end as high as possible, and 
you know, immediate, uh, I think, goal would always be to be in the top eight because that gives you another opportunity for the following season. Uh, and you could see even last season, you know, everything was quite close from the relegation battle to finishing in the top eight. The points weren't that massively different, you know. So we, we've sort of had a, we've got a strategy as to how many points we need to get uh, into in order to end in a certain position. So we're going to work towards that and anything above that, uh, if we do exceed expectation, we'll take that as well. Tell me about Ramsbottom. Uh, it's obviously the English goalkeeper, um, quite great uh, stature, good shot stopper. Uh, played mostly in the lower leagues in England. Um, uh, he's looked really good over the last couple of weeks. And obviously the one thing we're always uh, concerned about is obviously adapting to the style of football, even uh, adapting to the weather because, you know, it can get uh, replay over the summer months, which can be quite uh, strenuous for some European players. Um, so we, uh, he's adapted really well in the last couple of weeks and he's a good character as well and he's fitted, uh, fitted in really nicely with the, the rest of the squad uh, as far as the, the integration is concerned. Sean, you know what, man, wishing you everything of the best. I know it's going to be a very tough Thank season you. for you, mm-hmm. uh, but always great chatting to you, catching up on the uh, beautiful game. Wishing you and your team all the best. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Uh, that's uh, Coach Sean Bartlett, uh, coach of uh, the newly promoted Cape Town Spurs. Yeah, they might be lying rock bottom of the table right now after two match days, uh, but certainly is not an indicator of where they could finish uh, come end of the season. Previously on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Pulls away and City do score. Haaland's first touch of the new Premier League season finds its way into the back of the Burnley net. And all I can say is I am sure he is just as happy as the entire world is uh, that the EPL is back again live in London. Jerry? Well, uh, we learned within three minutes that Erling Haaland is uh, is back in business again. <laughs> 50 goals last year and looks like he could easily get another 50 this year he got two in two in what less than half an hour so the goal machine is back in business and I think City are still going to be the team to beat in the, in the, in the Premier League Burnley have come up from the Championship and now a chance for Burnley a real chance and Rodri made the tackle hashtag MSW and evening to the shoulders of the show. Uh, what a game, what a game. Uh, good women's uh, World Cup lay uh, Australia between Espanol and uh, Sweden. What a game, what a game it was. I think uh, this player with uh, chasing number 18, the strike of uh, Espanol, she's so magnificent to watch. Uh, uh, his style of play and the resilience that uh, she's having, I think she's a top quality player. Congratulations to Espanol reaching the final of a uh, women's World Cup. Then I was watching it came here Yemeni Uizolo. Ah yeah, I don't know what is missing. Uh Eric Tenek. I think there is a missing link. I don't know where but in there. Ain't promising. Ain't even promising, Pamarawa. Then, Atarop, uh, uh, with your Scorpions, uh, can you at least double check for his recent development or the latest development with regards to Utabo Tail in the case of Chiefs? I mean, we were hoping uh, to clinch the field this time around. Uh, Hi, Rob. Uh, I'm so angry. Look, Rob, uh, to answer this guy who's saying leak is over, sometimes must be given. I know that in the West Coast, they are cool, but wait, the Satellite are in South Africa because, wow, yeah. I'm outside, I shall only let's cut any water, man. It's a bogger. 
Exactly the question I was posing to Coach John Bartlett about VAR in South Africa. Uh, maybe you'll tell me, is it something that is needed given all the international experience that we have? And I mean, you can even flick on back to uh, what happened in the Wolves versus Manchester United game as early as just yesterday. Suspension of those match officials uh, for the weekend. They're going to be not taking part in anything to do with football then. Uh, so what does it say? I mean, does it say much? Uh, do we go back and fight, advocate for it to happen? Uh, I was just taken up by the words, though, post the match uh, with the manager, Gary O'Neill. Obviously, he's not a happy customer, was he? I was live, yeah. Um, the, they didn't think that it was a clear and obvious error. Um, but yeah, having just spoken to Jonathan Moss and fair play to him to come straight out and he just apologised and said it was a blatant penalty and should have been given. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, I sometimes feel bad because he's come out, honestly. I spent the afternoon with him today, gave up a lot of midday in preparation around trying to understand the new guidelines and trying not to get myself booked on the first game with the new guidelines, which I failed in. But um, yeah, fair, fair play to Jonathan too. For coming out, saying that it was a clear and obvious error and he can't believe that the on-field ref didn't give it. Can't believe that VAR didn't intervene. Pro- probably made me feel worse, actually, because once you know you're right, um feel worse about leaving with nothing. Yeah, I thought the lads were very good. I thought they, um, yeah, huge credit to them to have the change that they've had and some of the negativity around the, surrounding the place recently to, um, yeah, to commit to everything that we've asked for and to be willing to sacrifice and run and tackle and go toe-to-toe with a, with a, with a top side at a difficult place to come was um, yeah, very proud of them. Just really disappointed for them as well because they um, yeah, the amount of shots we had, the XG, the amount of times we arrived, we, yeah, we, we deserved at least a point, at least. Well, the big transfer news has been around Harry Kane says that he's fighting for titles and embracing a new culture. Away among the reasons for his transfer to Bayern Munich as he was presented at a media conference. Now, the England captain moved to the Bundesliga side uh, from Tottenham Hotspur for a fee of around 116 million euros and made his debut on Saturday's 3-0 Super Cup defeat to Arbier Leipzig. I've always said in my career I've wanted to keep improving, keep pushing myself to you know my limits and see how far that can take me. And um, ultimately, I wanted to be playing at the highest level. I wanted to be playing in the Champions League. I wanted to be fighting for titles every year. Um, so yeah, coming to Bayern Munich, uh, one of the biggest clubs in the world, um, gives me that opportunity. So uh, I'm looking forward to that challenge. Obviously, I spent my whole career, my whole life uh, in England and in the, in the Premier League. So. Uh, it might take uh, a bit of adapting to get used to a new league and playing against different teams. Uh, as you saw yesterday with Leipzig, they've got some great teams in this league and it's going to be a real challenge. I know uh, everyone expects Bayern Munich just to, to walk away and, and win the league every year. But I think, uh, as you've seen, the teams are improving and it's getting tougher and tougher. So uh, it's a challenge every season. And uh, for me, it's just about settling in as comfortable as possible, understanding the different types of teams, the way I have to play and adapt. And I've done that throughout my, my whole career, whether it's with uh, Tottenham or with the national team. Uh, and I'll do that here. I, I never wanted to get to the end of my career and regret not experiencing different leagues and different cultures and uh, different competitions. So uh, that was a big part of, of that decision as well. And uh, and yeah, the, the Thomas, the manager, um, 
Yeah, it was a big part, you know. We spoke and I really enjoyed his energy and the way he wants to play and the vision he had for me and, and the team. And, of course, I have, a, I have another baby during a, a couple of weeks. So it, it was a lot going on. But uh, ultimately, you know, my family were fully behind me and uh, we all made the best decision what we thought for, for me and my family was. I wanted to come here and win last night and the whole team wanted to win, but that wasn't the case. But... There's no time to panic. I think um, there's a long season ahead, and you know I'm just uh, excited now to kind of settle down after these few days, get to training, get to uh, know the team even more, uh, and, and try and help them. But overall, all I can say is thank you to the to the fans and uh, everyone at uh, Bayern Munich for the amazing reception, and um, yeah, hopefully I can give them some some reasons to cheer over the season. Yeah, catch you again tomorrow. Hashtag MSW. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.